0: All right, we're in. We're ready. Tower Chrysler Studios here on a Tuesday. The uh, I see the name of the uh, the show today. The band is getting back together. Band. So, Craig Conroy and Dave Nonis, longtime teammates. Is that uh,
4: well, Rhett? You're gonna announce you're part of this team. That would be because Rhett and Connie I'm go not sure way back. How that
0: works. Yeah, I'm not I sure. was hoping you guys
2: would have a AI generated letter for me to send in. Maybe
0: get my yeah. name in the hat. Yeah, we, well, it worked so well the last time. There's Frank Cervelli. He's our uh, he's our NHL insider, a presentation of Bonton Meats. Uh, we'll get to it. Craig Conroy is in. He's uh, all in. About 20 years as a flame, eight and a half years as a player, about...
4: Uh, Almost the same as an exactly
0: 12, yeah. as the, either in a special assistant to or the assistant to or the adjust. You know how it goes. It's a man who's paid his dues, Craig Conroy, and I know you are very much on board with the hire.
5: Yeah, no doubt. I, I just, in some ways, as you hinted at, I'm kind of shocked that they didn't go this path right from the very beginning, the exact moment in time that Don Maloney was promoted to president of hockey ops. But you know, why rib on the process if they got it right at the end of the day? And, and that's what I believe is the best move for the Calgary Flames. Someone that understands your market, someone that understands your players has played and now worked for your owner just has such a really good feel and a positive energy and vibe to him that I think is really going to serve this team and this market well. And I think someone that I'm curious to see what his own stamp on it looks like. Like what is, what does Craig Conroy choose to do a little bit differently? Who, you know, who advises him, who does he take counsel from? And what is his belief and thought process on how to build the best NHL team in 2023? Like, there's a lot of things to unpack and I'm curious to see some of his answers beginning today.
4: Um, Dave Nonus is expected and reported by many insiders to be joining this front office. What's his role and what uh, I guess looking at Don Maloney is the president. Also Bob Murray still here. Dave Nonus now joins Conroy's in. We're expecting a title for Jerome. I don't know how much that means, but this is a very maybe walk us through some of the dynamics that, that are going on as they build this new management team.
5: Yeah, so I I don't know the exact title for Dave Nones. I think it's something like senior vice president and assistant general manager. I don't know if the assistant general manager tag is formally attached to that or not. Um, Dave Nones, I don't think he's expected to move to Calgary. He was working on the Mm -hmm. East Coast while he was still with Anaheim. Obviously, uh, someone that was a trusted advisor to Bob Murray, who you mentioned is still advising the Flames. And obviously, ownership was really impressed with what they saw from Dave Nonis during the interview process. Someone that has, you know, big Canadian market GM experience um, has found success in the NHL as an executive. And, you know, I think there's still a few wrinkles or part of this to figure out. Obviously, we know Chris Snow is going to be back as assistant GM. That was one of the top priorities for Brad Tree Living on the way out, was to make sure that he. Uh, extended Chris Snow with a contract. I think Brad Paschal also got a contract extension as well uh, before Brad Tree Living left. But given that Brad Paschal was, you know, one of the interviewees as part of this process, does he remain in his post also as assistant GM? That's one thing to figure out. I'm sure there's probably a lot of disappointment that comes with that. As you might
0: imagine here, everything, the Flames and Oilers are always tied, whether they are or not, but in the eyes of fans and critics and whatever, they're always going to be compared, and there are already the, the the kind of drumbeat, well, this is like that old boys club that everybody made fun of when you had Kevin Lowe and Paul Coffey and Craig McTavish, you had that whole thing, and we know how that went in Edmonton. Why will this be different? I think, I think in any job, you you hire people you end up knowing that you trust, You the, especially in a spot like Craig. It's your first real jump in, as a general manager, you're going to want people that you feel like you know well and that you can trust. Why, I guess, what, what leads you to believe that this, this is something that could work if, in fact, a Ginla, we hear Alex Tangay's name potentially, that he's bringing in his buddies to
5: help run the ship? Why will this be different? Like Craig Conroy has vast NHL experience that he wasn't just a Calgary Flame. You know, he he played a chunk of his career there in the middle. Of course, getting to the Cup final in in 04. also finished his career there, but had stops in other places. You know, this is a late round draft pick that played four years of college hockey, that uh, has done everything in the NHL from healthy scratch all the way to captain. And then off the ice, as you mentioned, his his career experience. This is year fourteen in terms of uh, either being a special assistant or an actual assistant general manager that I, I mentioned, he's touched every facet of this organization. So he's, he's earned the opportunity. This isn't the, you know, sort of backslapping slapping uh, you know, cronies, you know, old, old boys club that, you know, you see perpetuated here. And I think um, when you look at some of the people that he might bring in uh, and are, is rumored to bring in like, is there a better connection than bringing someone like Jerome McGinley back into the fold and not just a, a, window dressing advisory sort of way. Like this is a real critical year for Jerome McGinley in terms of coaching his son in Kelowna, uh, wants to get that, uh, have that experience, but is someone that really believes in and is passionate about coaching and development. What role does Jerome McGinley hold? Um, we're going to learn a little bit more about Craig Conroy and who he ultimately selects as the next coach of this team. So, you know, everyone has connections. Everyone has people that they trust, but all of those people, whether it's Jerome McGinley or Alex Tange and the experience he had in Colorado or whoever it might be that he brings in, they're not just, that's kind of one difference between some of the Oilers guys like, yeah, Kevin Lowe went and won a cup in New York, but I I looked at those guys as dyed in the wool Edmonton Oilers. These guys that you're talking about with, you know, being attached to Craig Conroy have sort of been all over the place, even though they have roots in Calgary.
0: Yeah, not necessarily to compare the two, but Rhett, you you know these guys as well as anybody. And if if any, I can't imagine anybody would look at, maybe they can with Conroy, but again, they're, they're not paying attention. But if Jerome comes in with essentially having nothing in the way of, managerial experience if you think he's coming in so that he and craig can go and eat in five-star <laughs> restaurants again and go boozing on the road if that's the then you're, you're you're not you don't know any of those either of those guys at all uh Iginla is driven on and off the ice and you you're one of the I'll, first guys i'll, to I'll tell you up. why
2: they're both going to be good and why it's going to work better than it did in edmonton and it's because they've never won
4: chip on the shoulder
2: they they, they want to win that's does anyone question Jerome Ginla's wants and desires to be, to win? No. Yeah. Conroy. What the Edmonton guys had already won and it's not a knock against them. And I think it's silly to always have to compare to the Oilers, but the fact that Conroy and a Ginla and a lot of the guys around there haven't won, that'll be a big difference because they're going to be, I hate using the word desperate because it's, but they're going to want to get their hands on the Stanley Cup. Uh, everyone says that, but my point is, is just to differentiate between Lowe and McTavish. It's not, uh, we've done it, so you have to do it this way kind of approach. It's going to be, Conroy's going to surround himself with good people. Who knows where Iggy even falls in? He might be coaching. I have no, I've no clue. Mm-hmm. But he's going to surround himself with good people. And what he's going to do, and what's a strong point for a lot of guys that have played hockey. He's going to listen to those guys. He's going to take a team-first mentality, not a I'm-the-boss mentality, right? He's going to listen to the advice of Dave Nonis and Maloney and Chris Snow and Pascal and Aginla and all those guys. And sure, he'll be the guy making the decisions, but he's smart enough to know that the help out there is there to help him and take it into consideration.
4: Uh, Frank, just a thought on the process of, of this um, GM hire. We heard Don Maloney say younger, progressive thinker, and then we saw a list that was public, and who knows what was private and who they talked to. All we heard was what guys like yourself reported. It didn't look like a list of, of younger and progressive thinkers. It looked like you know, the, the GM list of, of 2012. What did you make of, of the names that you heard after hearing Maloney say progressive thinker younger?
5: it made me think that they already knew before the process started who they were hiring. And whether you speak to 25, 40, or four people, when you already had the best candidate in house and you want to make sure that you're not just sort of handing it over uh, to check and make sure it's almost like the way I view this process having played out was this is, you know, we have what we think is, is the top candidate here. But let's just talk to all these people and make sure that no one else blows us away along the way and that no one stubs their, you know, no one in in the Craig Conroy camp stubs their toe, which he's not going to. That it was sort of a box checking exercise that went on for a couple weeks longer than it should have.
4: So do you think they actually did talk to younger progressive people or they built a list that they knew Craig could beat?
5: No, I, I think they did talk to plenty of people how seriously they engaged with them. I mean probably not very considering that of the six people that ultimately were brought in for in-person interviews, you know including uh, you know Stan Bowman or a Mark Bergervan or or uh, Dave Nonis, like they're not they're not in that category that you're talking about. so how seriously did they take them? Apparently not very.
2: What do you mean by non-progressive or more progressive? progressive candidates.
4: Well, I just heard like when Maloney said that, when he said younger and progressive, I'm thinking, okay, like they're going to go chat with a guy like Tulski and maybe they did, or maybe he didn't want to. And they asked him, I don't know, but like, I'm, I'm kind of like, if you were going to go through this process, I thought, you know, make it thorough, make it real. It almost feels like this was window dressing process. And they should have just named Craig, the guy in the first place, because what they, the, the candidates they talked about wanting to hire, we didn't see any of those names publicly. Maybe Pridham was the only one.
5: Can I can I ask a funny question? Like I still don't know the answer to. Why is Don Maloney the president of hockey operations of this team? Can anyone aside from being well, handed a contract, like, what did you really need someone to come in and steer this pro? Like, is that is that his only job? Well, I think
2: there may be two things. I don't know that. Mr. Bean wants to be the one talking to the to the media and that sort of thing, and I don't know that he would feel if if they were going to have the process of interviewing people. I don't know that who's going to do that interviewing.
4: He was the only guy in house. that could,
5: but like, so let's back it up for a second, because like, I Mary Edwards, you know, he's for the man as as the man I refer to as the man in Switzerland. He seems to have a real good finger on the pulse of everything that's happening around the Calgary Flames. Does anyone really think that this was Don Maloney's decision from the get-go, anyway?
4: Well, it was weird because it, it felt like Tre was said, you know, or at least it was the the window sort of the tea leaves would suggest he wanted Sutter gone, and it didn't happen. And then Maloney comes in, and you're like, well, if Joe living wasn't going to get it. How's this guy going to get him done? But he did. So I, I kind of, I don't know, Frank, but to be fair, we talked about it. Like who in the heck is going to do a GM search? Like the, the guy with the accounting background that runs the team. Like there was no one left to, well, like that's, Craig, that's Craig Conway was, was the guy. The, like this to is to what happens in
5: every organization when they pick up the pieces after they fire their GM Fenway sports group, vice president Dave Beeston is running the Pittsburgh penguin search. I mean, that's, the Flyers hired an outside firm to run their search. Like it's not really that complicated. And someone of Mary, Mary Edwards and John beans background, like you don't need hockey knowledge to be able to pull this off. You need the ability to read people, to understand resumes, to get a good grasp of what drives them, what their personality is like, how they'd be to work with. Like those are the things you're looking for. It's we're, like, we're not working at SpaceX here.
0: Hmm. It's been and Don a little,
5: Maloney definitely ain't working at SpaceX.
0: Yeah, it's been a little, it's been a little clunky. The, the presser was awful. The GM leaving and then the coach leaving and the it's you hope right you hope that that and it's I mean I don't know I don't know Maloney I don't know him from a hole in the ground it just like.
4: It's a nice, really nice man. It's, I'm sure. And he, it was Trelawney's running mate. So if you weren't happy with Tree, I mean, those two were doing everything together. It was well, a two-man team. That's, that, was, that was another like, Huh?
0: And I guess you, there's no real way for us to speak to that. But because, Conroy, anytime I think you hire from within, fans that were wanting a real change in philosophy and a change of course, mm-hmm. you feel like it's just going to be more of the same because they're just keeping the same. Why, if fans really want things to be different... Why would they believe that that can be the case with Conroy, even though he's been here for 13 years
5: as a manager? Why? What are you asking?
0: Me? I guess because those, because Treliving and Conroy work together.
5: But just because you are like, uh, let's say, uh, I don't know. I'm watching Sons of Anarchy right now. I don't know if you guys watch that. It's a brand new show. Yeah. yeah. This is actually the second time through that I'm watching it because I loved it so much the first time. But just because there's someone that has a seat at the table and holds the gavel as president, and that was Brad Tree living as GM, doesn't mean that the VP sitting to his left doesn't have different views
0: and Mm -hmm. thoughts on how to run the club. It's probably not a great question. Anytime you change GM, I know there's fan bases be like, okay, now we're going to turn things around. The see, way it's been, the failures, the shortcomings. This new guy, fresh this new going. person, is going to come in, and it's going to be changed. And this is this is not that they are they are staying within. I, although I agree with you, I think that Conroy and Brad, while they saw, you know, they weren't at odds, but they didn't see things exactly the same. I think that there will be a difference with Craig at the helm.
5: I, I here's here's the best way for me to answer what I think you're getting at, and that is. I believe that in the NHL, teams take on the tenor and drumbeat of their owner. Look at all the continual screw-ups in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Do you mean to tell me that that's Jim Benning and every other regime since Mike Gillis, it's all their fault, the same pitfalls that they keep falling into? I mean, sure, have there been missteps along the way? Absolutely. But the tone and tenor of what you're going to see from the Calgary Flames in terms of how they approach the next part of this, the next evolution of their franchise, to me, it it comes down to the mission and mandate that's put in place by your ownership group. And if the mission, and I believe it is, and you've heard Rhett talk about a lack of a plan, what is the five-year plan? And I think he's bang on. If the plan is always to be competitive – and not rebuild then that's what you're going to get from craig conroy at least to start
2: now see that's where i that's just, i have said all that and i think i'm right in what i said this is why a guy like a and conroy are the right guys for the job because they will have the backbone and the balls to stand not stand up to and mr edwards will believe them in saying whatever the hell their plan is i don't know
5: why do you call is. him mr edwards well, How I supposed money.
2: to call him? Yeah.
5: His name's Mary, just like Gary. Batman well, is Gary. He's
2: Mister. Ed- when someone signed my paycheck, they're Mister. Money. Okay. So, anyway, I think Aginla and Conroy are the right guys because I think Mister Edwards will listen to them, and I think they'll have the backbone and the balls to say no. We can't. We don't have to do it that way, Mister Edwards. We can be competitive and not spend to the cap and take a different tact. And get there and even if we miss the playoffs we'll still be better off anyway the point being i think that's why Aginla and conroy coming in together are in, integral in all of this because they can deliver that message but that's I, that's I, why i
5: phrased what i said the way that i did i said to start this team is going to try and be as competitive as possible because that is the current mission and mandate to say that they can't veer from that and to say that mary edwards has too thick of a skull to get it that's not what i'm saying at all because i think at the end of the day first off he's a brilliant businessman and second he's reasonable enough to, to go into a conversation with an open mind that i think you're right the power in having people like craig conroy and jerome mcginla in the fold is that they have the ability to convince him based on their track record their resume, their history—that they can go in a different direction if they want. All I said was to start. That's going to be the the plan because that's what the owner wants. Yeah, and I'm I, not even saying he's wrong. By the way, as currently constituted with this roster and these contracts, the plan should be to try and get back into the playoffs next year and see what happens.
4: Yeah, and I like my whole thought on this whole process here is that if you had a expansion team. And you combed everyone that's worked in hockey. I don't know that you'd arrive as Craig Conroy is your best candidate. You know he's Why one. Not? Well, let's, so let me walk you through it. Like he's never ran the cap. You know he doesn't didn't do a lot of the arb stuff. He's not a super scout. He hasn't run uh, uh, did one year of GM of an American League team. Like there's he's not a master of any of these GM trades so much as he's got good experience with them all. But when you look at the nuance of working in this market for this owner. I then arrive at the spot where it's like, well, yeah, I think this probably is your best candidate because so much of this job is going to be managing up and understanding that this organization doesn't necessarily move like other ones do. And he gets the culture here, whether it's, you know, imperfect or not.
5: Well, it is imperfect. And yes, he does, which is why I believed from the beginning he was the best candidate, but I think you're also selling him short in some of his capabilities, because I think the biggest role of a general manager in today's NHL is not the cap. It's not, you know, mingling and and being a front facing person to, to present your organization. I think the biggest job for a GM is to be a chief talent evaluator. And that's what I think Craig Conroy has been for this team for the last eight years, whatever it might be. You can get anyone to run your, your minor league team. No offense to anyone that holds that position. You can get an absolute genius to run your salary cap. Who knows the CBA ins and outs, but you stake your reputation and your livelihood on your ability to evaluate talent and make the correct draft picks and the correct trades that involves trust, communication, your scouting staff, everything. But at the end of the day, He's the guy, Craig Conroy, that was at the under 18 worlds a couple of weeks back. He's the guy that has been the person basically chirping in Brad Tree Living's ear. here's who here's who I think we should trade for. Here's what I think we should do. Not saying Brad Tree Living doesn't do that on his own or didn't. Of course he did, but he was taking his chief counsel, I believe, from Craig Conroy. So, that's that is the job to me, like all those other things like you can get someone that's way smarter than any of us to come in and run cartwheels around your cap. Yeah. Brandon Pritham can do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, someone with with two or three years of, of experience in a front office can can be the GM of your minor league team. you got to be the chief of talent evaluator. And I, and I think and I think he's got that.
2: I don't. And I think to expand on the talent side. There's talent, and then there's fits in a room. And I think that's another yeah. strong point for Crick. I right?
4: think he's a sensational collaborator. I think this is going to be a really, really well-communicating organization. And I think over the last 25 years, 30 years, it hasn't been it for a lot of time.
5: Well, you know why? Because people trust him. Yeah, He's got positive energy, one. And two, he's he's made a living. He made his career based on being not just a hard worker, which he is, but someone that people really enjoy being around. And part of being a manager is collaborating between all those different facets of your organization, getting on the same page as your cap guy, your minor league guy, your scouting staff, your development staff, like that's going to be a really easy thing for him to do because it, it comes natural to him. And guess what? You want to talk about some of the younger guys in this league that are incredibly smart, um, can run circles around you. Like, I, I'm intimidated having conversations with some of them. Take an Eric Tolsky, for instance. He basically is the GM of the Carolina Hurricanes, with all due respect to Don Waddell. But people don't view him as a sort of front facing, public facing guy because mm-hmm. he doesn't have the presence and he doesn't have the same communication skills that we're talking about. So, you can be really good at a lot of things, but if you don't have some of the integral, critical things, it all falls apart in terms of a candidacy.
0: There's a lot of things that you are judged at and upon when you're the GM. There's your drafting and there's trades and contract term and all of that sort of thing. But ultimately, it's on-ice success. And his first, one of his first jobs is going to be to hire a head coach. And that's not a small with what we heard at the exit meetings with this team and everything that's going on inside that room that's not a small hire uh you had talked about they have a very good coach it seems in the american hockey league there will be i would guess any number of -of out-of-work coaches that would be uh, on his list Uh, well how would you handicap it for craig after he gets done with these press conferences and stuff it gets to work who do you like who who's on a short list for him do you think
5: yeah, I don't know how long the list is, and I certainly don't want to put any words in his mouth, so I'm curious to see what unfolds. But what stands out to me as sort of just being an observer is, one, uh, you have to you know be comfortable and cognizant of the idea that the Calgary Flames probably aren't going to be spending big. You know, They're not going to go out and pay Joel Quenville $5 bucks a year, not to say that he wants to come to Calgary anyway, after they're paying Daryl Sutter 4 for each of the next two to not coach. And and uh, do what he does in Viking Alberta, so that's part of it. And then two, like I, you, if you've listened to me, you know that I've been advocating for let's get some of that you know fresh new blood in there, a younger approach that hasn't been around the block and hasn't had extensive experience doing this. And the reason for that is like as I've said many times, how do you find the next John Cooper or the next Jared Bednar? You have to promote. And you have, to, you have to build these guys up. Everyone has to start somewhere. Everyone's a rookie at some point before you can become a hall of famer. And so that's part of it. Uh, and that's why Mitch Love really kind of stands out to me as as the clear cut, you know, sort of number one choice. Like how many guys out there are already working in your organization, in your city, in your arena that are the two-time AHL coach of the year? Like, that doesn't
2: happen all that often. I'll say, I'll jump in. I think it, it makes a difference on what Conroy's trying to accomplish this year, and if he's, if he's doing what you're saying, and I think they might have to as well is kind of sticking with that lineup you have, maybe bringing up a few other kids, and I think Burnett has to be very strongly considered, and, and other guys. If you're going to do and and again depends on what his plan is but if you're going to try and get a bit of a youth movement going then again a guy like Mitch Love is a huge piece of that puzzle i think you have to bring him on if that's your approach over the next 3 4 years but but if you're sticking with a veteran lineup and you're going to sign Lindholmes and, and, and backland and keep these older guys in the mix. And I think it's a win now situation. And I think you run a big risk with bringing in a guy like Mitch love with an untruven NHL pra- track record. If, how big
5: with- of a risk is it? I guess that's what I'm asking. And then if you watch Mitch love leave and go somewhere else to be the coach somewhere else, which why would it, why would you stay like, after this, is there a greater yeah. risk in that versus like, and I, I, I'm like, I think Andrew Brunette got absolutely screwed in Florida last year. President's trophy winning team, and they decide to go in another direction. Yep. And he spends the year in New Jersey. They exceed expectations. Now I think he's up for like five jobs. He, he's, getting, he's getting one somewhere.
2: Yeah. But here's part of the – to finish my thoughts on Mitch Love was, and we brought it up last week, is you've got if Mitch Love comes in, you've got three guys that coached in Stockton. Kale, all kale, Ryan Huska, Ryan Husk. Well. I don't, and I'm not. I, I'm not saying it can't work. I just, to me, that feels a little awkward and clunky. I don't know.
5: What's your opinion on that? Am I wrong in that? I don't. I know. I, no, I, I think that might be a little clunky. I, I would also think that you're, you're uh, painting a picture of inevitabilities that might not be there. Like if, so if you're, I'm not putting again, words in anyone's mouth, but if you're Ryan Huska and you've had this experience and you think like you can be an NHL head coach someday and they bypass you to go to Mitch love, do you want to stay? Does that then get filled with someone else? Like there's a game of musical chairs that's about to go on here. And who's to say that you can't surround Mitch love with, I'm just, pull a name out of thin air, someone that uh, Alex has uh, <laughs> Alex Tengay or Dallas Aikens, or pick someone that has some head coaching experience or some more experience to put on your bench as someone that can help. Like I, I'm what? not
2: saying that, but you're right. We are, we're playing a what if game. So right. uh, that's part of the, what if, I don't know.
5: So what would you do?
2: You a I would do man? it. I, I would, I would, for me, the top two guys would be Brunette and Love.
5: I think those are the only two, not the only, but I think to me those are the clear cut two. Yeah,
2: for for, and the brunette one is a stab in the dark because of his relationship with Huberto, which I think you're tied to. And if you can't get the best out of Huberto, then I think it's then it then that becomes a tough contract for you.
4: We're all in agreement on that. I well, guess. it it is. I, <laughs> I mean,
6: and, and, I think
5: everyone knows it yeah. is. Yeah. No, but but I, I and I don't agree- think you need Andrew Brunette though just to get more out of Jonathan Huberto. I think.
2: Yeah, but he's also a highly regarded coach, yeah. so it's not just yeah. for Huberto. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. that's a it's feather a in his cap. Is that he's working anyone with
5: not his- named Daryl Sutter is going to get more out of Jonathan Huberto next year? Yeah, that's the truth. Like just like the guys in Boston, who I don't care. Like, Jim Montgomery, congratulations on a great historic regular season. But anyone not named Bruce Cassidy would have gotten more out of the Bruins this year.
6: Hmm.
0: What else is going on? Everything good, Frank? Just eating up his morning here, oh. right? so yeah, uh, well,
5: This is the afternoon now. Um, just this uh, Penguins, <laughs> what's going on there? Kyle Dubas, a lot to unpack with his statement today playing the world's tiniest violin again as he <laughs> references family decision. Um, <sighs>
4: living, a front runner in Toronto. Put out a
5: new top fifty free agent list today. Like, right. like we got a lot of stuff happening.
4: Yeah, just a one sentencer, Like living to Toronto. How do you handicap it?
5: Even money, odds on favorite.
4: Wow. Musical chairs. Yeah.
5: Well, if it really is about experience, which Brendan Shanahan seemed to indicate, of all the guys that are available that have experience. Some of them have taken themselves out of the running. Ron Hextall, are you kidding? No, that's Pittsburgh. Off. Yeah. Like, I mean, go through it. Like, the the pool isn't that deep.
4: For experienced guys, I'm with you. Yeah. Unless you're getting a retread, like an old retread. And I don't know that anyone is keen on it that. It doesn't right make
5: now. any sense to me. Yeah.
6: yeah.
4: Thanks, Frank. Appreciate you. Thanks, Frank. Enjoy the rest of your uh, day and going, week.
5: Guys.
6: There he
0: goes. He's Lots out. there. Holy yeah, shit. There's a lot there. Um, Again, depending on when you listen to this, we understand it's a podcast. But the, well, at noon
4: uh, today is the press conference of the Flames. We, we haven't laid that out. So Calvary time at noon is when you will hear probably a lot of the new structure, exact titles.
0: It's, be, it's been released. The Flames have released the press con or the press release. So Craig Conroy comes in as the general manager, as we know. Dave Nonis, Senior Vice President of Hockey Operations and Assistant General Manager. Yeah. So not an insignificant title. That's what Frank alluded to. For twice. a guy... Yeah. Uh, you know, guy that uh, feels like he's been out, you know, been out of it. But the one thing, and we'll, the Scroll other stuff it. I'll lay out, he has been in Canadian markets. Yeah, Vancouver, and Toronto. And has had to handle the pressure, and I, th- it's not the same here as it is in either, I think, Vancouver or Toronto, obviously. But there's maybe a little bit of insulation there for Craig. I, and I
4: think uh, the Canadian market thing is one thing. The other is just the nuts and bolts of this sure. job, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we're going into an ARB hearing. I've done 40 of these, rather than, like, Craig's like, oh, well, Brad did all those. Yeah. So that, that's a big help for Craig. And I think to Rhett's point, it's going to be using the people around him, that great collaborator he is. Known as his experience in the GM chair is important for the organization.
0: Uh, this from the Flames press release. In addition, the uh, extensions and announce appointments of Brad Paschal, vice president of hockey operations and wow. assistant general manager. And Chris Snow to vice president data analytics, and assistant general managers.
4: So that is... So some two AGMs get VP titles. And
0: just skimming, I see nothing. Aginla-oriented here, so...
4: Um, okay, and that is the press release that would correspond with the noon press conference.
2: The, the question I have... Claims.com. The rumors and blah, I Gotta f- expect he's going to be here at some point. Is uh, uh, I said it earlier to Frank. What does he want to do? To coach? To gym? Yeah. He might. He very well might want to be on the bench. And and to be quite honest with you, that
4: is he an assistant coach. Yeah, how do you get in? Do you want to do you want him to head coach somebody first? Do you want him to be an assistant coach first? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Is he content to be the assistant coach? And if he's your assistant coach and it's a tough spot for that. And the nice thing is the thing for Iggy is it won't be about the money. It'll just be about his passion for what he wants to do, right? It's Yeah. Do you want to coach? Do you want to be away? I guess if all the kids are out of the house, he might be more open to.
4: Well, and Frank said it twice in there um, because we talked to him twice. uh, His son, Joe, he's coaching his team. This year is Joe's last year before he can go to the WHL. So I would not be surprised at all if there's already a laid out spot for him in a year um, to Rhett's point. Where is it in the org? Who knows? But Connie's going to want him in the org. And I don't know that Jerome can commit to being a full-time employee of the Flames if he's going to coach his kid this year. That's some pretty high-end hockey, and he continues to gain skills as a coach, right? So he's either an advisor in name, or you see him arrive in a year. That feels like the plan.
2: Yeah, I don't think this year, I'm sure he will be relied upon to a certain extent, but he's he's made a statement that he's going to coach his kid, and that's... It is what it is. The That's nice great.
0: thing for a guy like Iggy is he doesn't have to worry about rushing in. He's going to be here eventually.
4: He can pick his spots, yeah.
0: It would be, and there's there was kind of two things there, and both of them are similar, and I'll, you brought it up with Frank. If Mitch Love becomes the head coach, what's, so then you've got Kale McLean and certainly Ryan Huska, who is. Kirk Muller still right? Like you forget, those two guys have just done there. the Mitch Love succession plan. Yes, that's that, that feels awkward for sure. Right. Right. It's I think so. I don't know them all personally.
2: <clears throat> they, I, I, I'm pretty sure Kale, did Kale and, and Ryan not work together? Like Kale. Yes, they have. Yeah. And, and yeah, obviously right? on like, the NHL staff, but prior they've to that done I mean, it
4: together Yeah,
2: and they're all good people, but I just, I don't know what it's like to be a coach and, and you know, and like Richie Preston, I don't think ever wanted to be a head coach. He was content being an assistant coach. That was kind of his thing. <laughs> so maybe there's different guys that are I'm happy this is great. I'm an assistant coach, but there's going to be other guys. I know my friend Jay McKee that coaches in Hamilton. He wants to be a head coach. Yeah. He's he, he's not going to he doesn't want to go somewhere and take on an assistant coach job. Or at least that's what he said to me. Maybe it changes, but, but point being, what do the guys want individually mm-hmm. and how does it fit in organizationally? Because if Iggy comes in, he's they're not saying no to him. Yeah. And how many guys can you have around? I actually wonder about that in the too. front
4: office. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Maloney, Murray, Nonis, Conroy, promotion for Pascal, promotion for Chris Snow. Um, yeah, like it's there's a lot of guys all of a sudden in that front office. And I, and with Connie being the guy, that might be perfect because he is such a good collaborator. Um I, I just quickly to the coaching thing. Mm-hmm. The one thing that was not on the resume of Kale McLean nor Ryan Huska, who I know both very well and are incredible humans, was the postseason success and coach of the year. It's just a trophy, but like no one's done with this farm team uh, what Mitch Love has done uh, since probably 04 when that, what is it, St. John's team or St. John was really good. Like It's been a long time since you've had deep runs, like top two or three team in the league.
0: Yeah, and I'm not suggesting that Love isn't the most deserving of the three but i'm it would be that thing especially if you're huska or either one but huska has been there for a long time and if Mm -hmm. unlike rico if you have designs on being a head coach one day yeah and this happens you You have to feel like the other part
2: of it is who does mitch love want there
0: right if you've got a head coach and you're going
2: to hand him the reins and again i have no clue but work this out if pretend you're mitch love okay i want to go what's conroy doing as a new GM? He's bringing in people he trusts and knows.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm. No, and I think to your point, like, there's a key assistant hire, I think, comes if it's Mitch Love. I think you need that uh, for a lot of different reasons. Rhett talked about, oh, first-time head coach, very veteran room. We heard some issues in the room amongst veterans. That's not an easy spot. How do you – who's the insulation guy? Uh, And, you know, Daryl was a notorious need-a-good-insulating assistant coach. To, for, for a successful environment. I don't know that they had that this year. I think Kirk was supposed to be that guy, but I don't know that he was. Is Kirk Muller back? Are both of these former head coaches of the American League team back? And look, if you're going with Burnett, you probably want a different side staff as, as you would love. And also to your point, like if you're hiring guys, you got to allow them to bring someone that they yeah. want onto the staff, at least one piece. That's kind of been a thing here, hasn't it, Rhett? Over the, I just think over the years... It, Hartley had his Jacques Cluche or whatever his name was.
0: Yeah, like you go back, I guess Daryl, because Jim Playfair was, so it was rude. I don't want to make that sound like, like like Jim Playfair. You were saddled with Jim Playfair. No, play, but that was his guy. Jim's a great guy. Yeah. But, but then beyond that, there has been you know, Cloutier, and then so-and-so stays. And then There's always been some kind of, they've never oh. wiped the slate clean and been like, bring in Your own guys. who you can have success
2: with. There's another guy that's been around the organization a long time and has has history as an assistant coach. Marty. And he's beloved by the community. Marty Jel. He might want back in. And he's
4: bounced around up down, left right, in out, player development, eye in the sky, he's on the bench, eye in the sky, player <laughs> development. Like it's
0: We want him on the bench. I don't want him on the bench. Get him upstairs. Get
4: him out of the press box. Get him on <laughs> The other, thing, nice. the other thing we have to remember is, like, just because someone's a great assistant doesn't mean they're going to be a great head. And no, I'm not. And right. I'm not saying yeah. that to label any of the guys in the org now, but I just look backwards and think about Glenn Gulletson. That's a great assistant. That is not a guy that is cut out to be a head coach at this point of his career. There's lots of guys. I feel like that. Jeff Ward. He was a career assistant. They brought him as an associate coach. Great, perfect. When he was the head guy, it was like he just doesn't have that. You need to have a, a pretty big personality to run a room of 20-year-old millionaires. It can't be anyone, and it's more than X's and O's. Yeah. There has to be a presence. And those two guys, to me, that they hired as head coaches are career assistants at this point of their careers. Like, Jeff's much older.
0: Oh, and it's, but, yeah, certainly in hindsight retro. I, he brought up Jared Bednar's name. He was in New York here. And I've got to admit, when he was hired as the head coach... Felt like an assistant. To it me. didn't go
4: well. It and didn't go well. Patrick Wall left them high and dry late in the offseason. He had just won, I believe, a championship with yes. Lake Erie, or they had a good run in the no, American no, they League, were in Charlotte or something. No, it, at that time it was Lake Erie because I was working oh, yeah. in the around the time I remember in, interviewing yeah. him when he was coaching there. But he was an assistant in Abbotsford back in the day for one year. Either way, he was put what in he, a tough spot arriving so late. Year one's a disaster. And then I think they orchestrate that Duchesne trade and everything swings around. And he's a genius a couple of years later. But I, I really was impressed with him in that 2019 series against Calgary when they were the eight seeds. And you could see the pressure of that series. But he was not trouble. was wearing right? it. He Whereas was, Bednar was cool as a cucumber. But year yeah. one, you're right. He, he almost didn't survive year one.
0: I guess the only I point, point I want you to talk about this, right? It just sometimes you have to go through it and it's maybe unfair to the guy because you don't know what team you've got. But until you've tried it and failed, I guess, if that's the way you want to put it, do you can you know if a person, that's an assistant, no, he's got what it takes to be a head coach.
2: Listen, here's the problem for Mitch Love if he steps into that. And that's who we're talking about, right? And you do have to try guys. But you have to try guys. Much like a coach putting a player on the ice, you put him in a position to succeed. The roster, the way it is, is not set up for Mitch Love to succeed. They ran Daryl Sutter out of town. Rightfully so or not, that room got rid of Daryl Sutter. That is a strong-willed, long-term, high-end NHL coach, won the Jack Adams before, has won Stanley Cups, blah, 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 has seen and done it all. Mitch Love coming in, it, it, it might work out great, but it has the potential. If they see weakness or they don't like what he's doing, how are they going to respond to him? They ran Terrell Sutter out of town. And this is that's what I was trying to point out to Frank in that what direction is Conroy taking this yeah. team? It's not and an easy And What spot, is the room sure. really like? Yeah. We don't know from afar it's easy for us to say. Those you know, that ran Daryl out of ty- maybe he was such a tyrant he had to go blah blah I think there's two sides to that coin. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. Anyway. It's, putting a, in putting to be in, fair? Go go ahead, Red. Just finish.
2: Well, I'm just going to repeat what I said. Yeah. I don't know that the lineup the way it was last year is a, is a is a great spot for a guy like Mitch Love to have success
4: and welcome to your first job in the NHL yeah. teams are hiring that have issues. And so it's not easy. It's going to be tough. This is a, this one, this is where you have yeah, some, this this right? some
2: of the issues are teams that are on a rebuild. You go to Chicago, Luke Richardson had, they were, they were horseshit. Yeah. Well, yeah. First time head coach. Now he's got a long name in the game and this and that, but if the team is set up, if, yes, the teams that got are hiring are teams that have issues. Yeah but they're not always set up with a veteran-laden squad. Correct. Yeah, They are teams like, that
0: truly, where the room just, to your point, and I agree, to the point, this team just got their coach fired. Yeah,
4: 100% they did. And look, like the, the flip side is like, oh, you're rebuilding, there's no pressure. Well, Jeff Blaschel did that for five years, and he's fired now. Like All these first knowledge. jobs are fraught with risk, because yeah. if it doesn't look good, you might not ever get a chance again. And if you look at the list of guys that coached here, there's a lot of one-and-dones. Like, did we ever see Don Hay back in this league? Did we ever see Greg Gilbert back in this league? Did we ever see Jim Playfair as a head again? Keenan never came back. Brent Sutter never came back. Hartley's never going to come back. Gulletson and, and uh, Peters and Ward, that may be their last stops. Like, it's a tough gig. There's not a lot of, hey, I'm a new head coach. Look at everything great. There's an uphill it, climb for all these guys. And the room is the biggest lot. challenge
2: for them. It happens a lot. Because you said Gulletson, Dallas is been in and out of as a head coach they just dusted him in anaheim right Mm -hmm. like all there's lots of guys that come up and they're supposed to be the next guy it's hard it
4: don't work yeah and that's the only sort of caveat with all this is again this organization is going to go to a first time gm and a first time head coach potentially i do like the people they've hired but in their past it has been like man they just don't ever really hire experienced guys very often.
0: But at the same time, if they hired some retreads, you'd be like, "Where's the fresh blood?" Well, and so there's, the
4: middle ground retread. is a guy like Brunette, right? Yeah.
0: Yes, and that's
2: why Brunette intrigues me. Yeah, and Brunette might, and clearly, Brunette is intriguing a lot of people.
4: Yeah, and I think a lot the, of the point Frank made is. There's a lot of teams interested. I don't think the Flames are winning a bidding war for Burnett, nor would they be at the top of his list for a lot of the things we've already talked about for those reasons.
0: One other thing I want to talk about. First, I want to mention, uh, hearing, you saw the banner. There it is, hearingloss.ca. Let's talk about the Hearing Loss clinics. Started in 1993 and have been changing people's lives ever since. It's empowering to become more socially active, more connected with your loved ones, more confident in every aspect of your life. And how do you do it? With improved hearing. You can just slowly but surely kind of back yourselves out of awkward situations because you can't hear. Men and women of all ages, of course, children suffer from hearing loss. It can be hard to figure out, but that's why the Hearing Loss Clinic is so good at what they do. Serious health risks have been shown linked to untreated hearing loss. There's more reason than ever to get to Hearing Loss Clinic and get yourself an evaluation, a checkup, and a checkout. Four Calgary locations, five more, just across the border in British Columbia. On Twitter, at The Hearing Loss. Instagram, The Hearing Loss Clinic. Um, I'm a little concerned because I am going in right away. Um, do you clean? Like, what do you do? They're going to find <laughs> s- 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 shit in there. Like, They
4: do this every day. You're in good hands. That's what I would say. Because they got to see some a unbelievable
0: stuff, right? That's, professional, Like potatoes and all kinds of gross stuff in there. Get God. some rugby
4: players in with the... I started cauliflower ears. I've
0: fallen down the old YouTube train a couple of times. Like, so what do what they see in there? Like, how how nervous should I be about them peering in there? Because I've never had hearing a hearing test checkup or anything like that. It's easy. Pain free. Let's go. Yeah, I know it is, but it's embarrassing. it's not embarrassing. Don't be uh it's Don't hearing be loss sheepish. Like hearing loss. I can yeah. see why you're sheepish. Uh, before we move on, we got the pin report, we got what the hell time I guess it doesn't matter time, whatever. What's um time? The Jerome thing, and I don't obviously we don't know what's happening, but if Jerome comes in, like you said, is is he going to be an assistant coach, similar but different? If you're a head coach, on one hand, look who I've got, respect the players, right? But at the same time, who the hell are you? Yeah, to not to the fans, to the team, to everybody. Sideways,
4: you know who's taking your job. God,
0: like how can <laughs> you talk about putting a head coach in a tough spot? That's a weird one. If that's how Jerome wants it to go, doesn't? Can't he almost only be the head coach if he's going to be
2: on? If the If he bench? wants to
4: coach, yeah.
2: it does feel that way. And again, that's the awkward spot. If you're hiring a coach and Iggy comes next year and says he wants to coach, are you not? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not even, I'm not saying that Iggy would even make that demand, but it's his presence that makes it an issue, right? Like, what oh, if? Maybe,
4: there's one other layer to that, but, too. And who
2: though. knows? Does he want to coach? Maybe he doesn't want to
4: coach. Like, we've seen guys that were assistants take the head job. I can think of twice here. Uh, Jeff Ward under tough circumstances. And then prior to that was Jim Playfair. I, I don't know that it's a good setup for anyone, even Jerome. And look, maybe he doesn't want to coach, and this is all a moot point, but it just if he came in as an assistant, I just see that as a very uncomfortable spot for a lot of people, the including only, Jerome in a way.
2: The only thing I'll say is that I think Jerome is smart enough. So there's two things. He's confident enough, and he's coached kids, so it's not going to be foreign standing behind a bench. So I'm sure he doesn't doubt that he could walk in and be a head coach for an NHL squad. But on the other hand, I think he's smart enough to say, I've not done this. I'm going to learn for a couple of years, and then I'll be the head coach. Mm. If he's wanting to coach. Yeah. Management, if he wants to come in and be in management, he's here for the next 30 years. As long mm. as he
4: wants or until right. Like yeah.
2: He might do. That. So it's a different thing. And does he want to put his, you know.
1: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers.
2: For Memorial Day, get 15% off your borough purchase at borough.com slash acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at borough.com slash acast. Well, here's here again, here's a scenario. Okay, so Conroy is GMing and Againla's coaching, and it's not going well. <laughs> Are you wiping them both?
0: What are you doing there? Yeah,
2: right out of the right. Like it's this is the thing I think Conroy will struggle with the most. If it ever comes to a point where he's got to fire someone, can you imagine that conversation? <laughs> like oh, gee, that poor oh,
0: bugger. His so, so, nice. so nice I don't want to do this. They tell me I got to fire. So so Craig, how did the firing go? Oh, I oh, I couldn't do it. God. I gave him an extension. <laughs> I told Nonis to do it. I said, <laughs> "Okay, try, three more years. See how it goes." Um. But, but I'll tell you what you talk about this team right now if if you've got one more run with this group and then all those UFAs at the if you need a fuck around and find out kind of a head coach for this team you could do worse than Jerome it's one year oh really yeah. how wow. how do we want to settle it do we want to settle well it, and uh, if you
2: want a personality in the room that could if there's issues in that room Who's telling Iggy to F off? Exactly. It's Rod Brendamore, really? man. Like, there's Let's no way you don't command Let's get on the Rod. ice.
0: We'll go to center
2: ice. How do you, you do you want
4: to sell me to F you want to scrap? <laughs> in, look, in the video the room,
0: on the whiteboard, or Let's out get. center ice? Where do you want to go? Go behind the rink.
4: <laughs> Honestly, like, you look at Rod. Who can stand up? The guy still looks like he can bench press a Buick. <laughs> yeah, but Iggy said he's not coming this year.
2: Again, I think... He, I... Uh, I don't trust, I don't know how to say this <laughs> correctly. My hope for what Craig wants to accomplish is a three to five year plan. That does not mean suck for three to five years. That means start to grow, build, get the you know, Bennett and Monahan and Gaudreau and Chuck, they, they all left. That was the build. Yeah, do another one of those. You've got some kids there, make them good. They're not all going to be first liners, but make them if if they aren't turning into first liner, make them the god the best third line in the NHL. Use the youth, use the speed. You, my concern with that approach, the only thing that gets in the way of that is the contracts you've got now, and I don't know how you you
4: bypass those things. There might be a silver lining for Craig as well this owner has been so focused on make the playoffs, make the playoffs, make the playoffs. You might be able to sell a retool more easily to him, understanding that a new building will be open in three to four years. Maybe that changes the owner's perspective on timing because the crucial thing for him will be show big revenues year one in that new facility. I think more than that, and I
0: think you were getting at it with Frank, Rhett, and I'll just lump Iggy in. If if, If there's anyone who could sit down with Murray Edwards who is you know stuck in his ways and say we need to change mm-hmm. it's not gonna it, it could be a general manager with 10 Stanley Cup rings. I think Conroy and aginla would have his ear and have him motivated to change as much as anybody on the planet.
4: It's the managing up part of this job that's so key that's this organization it's a huge
0: component of this job which is kind of like you know Kevin Lowe with uh, the owner up with Kate's up and Dunno, you know that but there's no similarities like there suppose. But no, I I do. I think that The that's, Red Wine
4: Club will just will just bring uh, Paul Coffee in for a couple right, months yeah. and then he'll go away again. No, I think that's it's That's
0: not this. I, obviously, we all want it to work cuz Conroy's one of the nicest friggin' guys. And on top of that, he's paid 14 years. It's not like they've plucked a nice guy and are going to give him the job. I remember how many times you try and text him get, Oh, hey, sorry. I was in in Siberia Latvia. I was in Serbia. I was at the world juniors. I missed Christmas with the kids because I was in Mm -hmm. Riga or some frigging thing. The guys worked his ass off and you just want to, you hope it's for everybody, for the team, for the fans, for the players and for him. You hope it all works.
4: Let's go. It's a PR win at a minimum. I think it's you needed know, one. If you can get Jerome into the fold and Craig, it's like there was a lot of storm clouds over this organization. They're not all gone, but there's rays of sunshine as well now. If you want to talk about changing the mood and an environment, is there anyone more positive than Craig? Like that's night and day if he's walking around the building, what we've had at other junctures here. We'll get to the pin report. Very sportsy today. Sorry. How
0: was your long weekend there? Uh Brett, how was your Saturday flight? No long weekend here, Dean. I'm in America. Yeah.
4: How was work yesterday?
0: I I had two flights this
2: weekend, just like when I flew back the other day. I had two seats. This time I had two flights, so it was good.
4: Didn't check out a Jays game, did you? (laughs) What happened this time?
2: Well, the one airline sets up when you book, they have their days different. You know, I'm always a Sunday to Saturday. no.
4: no. No. What do you mean they have their days different? You know, you look Rhett's, at the some calendar. of the calendars start Monday at the beginning, some start Sunday. Rhett booked the yes. wrong fucking day. Yes, oh yes, This is the Fort right? Saint John, Saint John, Fort so McMurray, I've looked, all he over. He flies a lot. So
2: he, he travels more than any of
4: us. The far right dates That's that's the Sunday.
0: Is the far right. Rhett, was, oh. The dates have numbers too. And like right before you press book, doesn't it kind of give you the, yes. so here yeah, that is your itinerary. It's,
6: it's, it's
2: this calendar. The calendar's laid out Sunday. Sunday May, blah, blah, uh, blah. Monday, blah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Not right. Monday, Tuesday. It doesn't start at Monday.
0: And then the bloody 24-hour oh. clock. You never know what. Are you Jeez. flying in the morning four or the afternoon? Four
2: in the
4: afternoon. What is this? Oh,
2: listen, one of my boys, they drew us. He was on the ice the other day. And they stood at, they do a circle. So, and then you had to stand in the middle. And then you had to sprint to 2 o'clock and oh, back no. to the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had to sprint to 9 o'clock and back
4: to the middle. Oh. <laughs> Swatter them and feed them. Make sure they get lots of exercise. Boys are so dumb. Oh, Baby, we all got boys like combined it's a digital era. I guess it's eight boys, a digital era. <laughs> eight boys come Yeah, AI can help them with two o'clock, right? <laughs> Jesus,
2: <sighs> oh man, proud moment there. I bet
0: it was. <laughs>
4: Fuck me.
0: Whole team goes in one direction.
4: <laughs> Whose
0: kid is that? Oh, never mind. No, two
2: o'clock. Coach is yelling louder like he didn't hear. It's like Dude. Digital World. Oh, He's I got a freaking hear
0: you. megaphone. That ain't nothing. Helping him. And... Oh, that's good. Son. Son. Outdoor Dental, Dr. Jay Patel. The website is outdoor.dental. You've heard about us you've heard us talk about this for months, and I think we're starting to break through. I've heard from some people. Hey, I went to get that thing done. It's no big deal. I say, like, hey, we're we're gonna lie to you? think we come on here and tell you that it's dentistry with no needles, no drills. And you go in there and all of a sudden they got chainsaws and hacksaws in there. Like, no, we're telling you this is the way to do it. It's the, it's snoring treatments 2 15 minute treatments increases the tension on your soft palate. And it's going to take you a long way towards getting rid of your snoring, the apnea, the whole thing. It's non-surgical, it's pain-free and it too can change your life. More sleep, Quality sleep, You've, you'll never feel better. And then, of course, the full dentist office as well with no needles. That Soleil laser treatment has changed this world in terms of dentistry. And then the snoring is kind of an added bonus. Dental implant treatment can be scary, expensive. They use cutting-edge dental technology to ensure you're happy, healthy, and feel confident in your results. Never a better reason, never a better time. dental is the website. Go and see Dr. Jay Patel. Great guy. And uh, the thing I liked about that office is that again, it's I I say this about McLeod law, you can go into some place, kind of feel stuffy and you're kind of, Oh, geez, I'm kind of nervous or whatever. And it's not the place. It's very, uh, very comforting. Good people. Very good people. Outdoor dental, check them out online, get your thing booked uh, today. Now you had a uh, oozy
4: long weekend. Not terribly, but you know, life's better with a beer in your hand. Mm. Went to the lake, dunked the boat in with the family. Lots of cousins, nephews, nieces, aunts, uncles, grandparents. So that was good. And then I uh, was a judge at Slush Cup yesterday at Sunshine, which is always a blast. That is a bucket list annual party. If you had to build a uh, a, a set bucket of major annual, parties, yeah. that's a major. Slush right. Cup's a major so it was the last day of the ski season. They only had one chair open. It's been really warm up there. And it was like in between rain and like sunny and 20 and back to rain and five and sunny and 20. And it's not a lot of clothes being worn, Rhett, for those kinds of temperatures. It was a blast.
0: Did you go? Uh, I saw uh, a social media thing. He's got this. Pinder's got the I was skis
2: judging on.
4: You're judging. I was judging. Gotcha. A lot of tens given out. I bet. Some good moves out there. Yep. What would you say earlier about if only you
0: were 25 again or something like I that? Would,
4: uh, I would have been going to Slush Cup, not waiting until I was 40 with a family of right. Ford. Yeah, yeah that bad
0: was planning. It.
4: Let's do the Pinder Report presentation of Village Honda.
0: Northwest Auto Mall online at villagehonda.com. Detailing packages. Get your car all all spiffied up. Starting at just seventy nine ninety five. Get your vehicle inside and out. Get your t- the tires all nice and shiny Get yeah. those rims cleaned up. Dashboard smelling sweet. Lemons delicious. That's your scent, lemon? Yeah, I like lemons. Or eucalyptus. Oh, wow. Your dealership for life, it's Village Honda in the Northwest Auto Mall, and they present the Pinder Report.
4: Start with where we've been all day. Calgary Flames are, uh, well, they've now done it. They've announced Craig Conroy as the new general manager of the Calgary Flames, along with Dave Nonis is into the fold as the senior VP of Hockey Ops and assistant GM that was, uh, well, what was widely rumored all weekend around uh, Flamesland and Flames Twitter. Uh, This is interesting from Frank at the end. Belief is Jerome McGinley will also be in the fold, whether that's an advisor or a consultant. His name not in today's press release, so we'll wait and see. Now, they also didn't talk about anything on the coaching staff either. Not necessarily those two things are related, but it does raise an eyebrow. Is it in a year? Is it a role that hasn't been carved out yet? We know he's going to coach his son, Joe, this season before he goes to the Western League. So still a little intrigue left.
0: So I guess he doesn't want it that bad then.
4: Well, if they just drafted Joe, he'd be here already. Oh, so Rhett said kid, that was going I to be a... So, yeah, it would
2: yeah. be a nice touch if Joe was going to be here. could live at home with mom and dad. And so be.
0: Yeah, if only he had got drafted somewhere, yeah. Yeah,
4: weird. Uh, we can tell you the Wrangler season has come to an end. They fell in overtime in Game 5 in Palm Springs, the Coachella Valley Firebirds move on to the Western Conference Final. They hosted game five. It was insane. one nothing Firebirds, 2-1 Firebirds, 3-2 Firebirds, 4-3 Firebirds, 4-4. Wranglers only leaded the game 5-4. They gave it away immediately, lose 6-5 in overtime. An insane on, game. Wolf. The game after Wolf hangs at 27 save shutouts, uh, 6 in overtime, the, the series winning goal. So a uh, sure. tough season comes, a great season comes to an, uh, an end with a tough finish on the road in that uh, best of five where they were the upper seat, but chose to start the series at home. Mitch Love is certainly all eyes on him now as apparently not just a candidate in Calgary. Also Walker Duer, Jacob Pelche, Dustin Wolf, have they graduated uh, revisit in October, we'll tell you. That's uh, the latest on that front. Matt Coronado had a goal today at the World Championships. It was disallowed. We'd show you the video, but then they'd get pissy and strip it down off YouTube. It's true. Yeah. Figure it out, double IHF, you losers. That's huh?
2: that's good point by you, Peter. Thank you. Appreciate yep. that. Don't Let's go to the NHL. You. Don't promote your own game. Why that would, would we want awful. people
4: talking about it and seeing the stuff that no. Mick would? You know, would draw intrigue and Poor interest idea. around the tournament. Why would we do plan. that? Uh, this was the Florida Panthers a few months ago. Do you remember when Brooks Capco was there? He lives in Florida and Aaron Ekblad got torched on like a goal against, and he went not found a traffic cone. This is how things were going in Florida a couple months ago. Um, they were out of a playoff spot. They needed Pittsburgh to lose games 81 and 82 against doormat teams, two of the worst three in the league, to get in. Pittsburgh obliged. Florida gets in. How are, well, Let's check in on, on the Florida Panthers now, because they did squeak in, and I, they had the top seed of Bruins let's uh, let's see what uh, Sasha Barkov's been up to this is not from last night this is the game two in Carolina I don't think he ever you want to see a dirty dangle here oh, he that is a fake back. tweener so like and just and make- absolutely undresses I, I believe uncle anti rantic because it was game two
6: oh, and he it back. So
4: he they'd win it that like he game in overtime make- uh sounds like the old story, but it was the same story. Matthew Kachuk in overtime, point to the exit, let's get out of here. Yesterday, they win game three. They're a win away from a sweep to get to the Stanley Cup final. And again, Sergei Bobrovsky has not stopped being awesome since we started talking about him at the beginning of that Leafs series.
2: Talked to Jovo last night, said the rink is wild.
4: And so here's the reset. Where we started was Kapka making fun of the Panthers. Uh, Here he is yesterday. With you know the Wanamaker Trophy, as he just won the PGA Championship, there he is, got the Panteros, and take a look—it's a Lamborghini jersey, red '94. Are you nice. kidding, kidding me? That's a jersey you'd be proud of wearing. So that little people buzz love saw? some heart and soul. Yes, a mucker for Brooks. Oh, well, so we wouldn't want him. Little life upgrade from Traffic cone to PGA Championship trophy for Kepka in the suite. They're hot as hell. It's a hot ticket in Miami. So are the Heat. They're up 3 0 in the East Final as well. He's a front
0: runner. Not a real.
2: Fan. I almost nothing against the Heat because I, uh, you know me, I'm a big hoops guy. Huge hoops guy. It would be n- much nicer for the Panthers not to have to compete with the NBA finals.
4: The good news is <laughs> one's in Miami and the other's closer to Fort Lauderdale. There's lots yeah, of ground to cover still, with those two. It's, it's, but you're it's, right. It's it's a magical run, but it's it's going to be every night for two weeks yeah. for these guys, maybe if, longer. If you if don't have running. the
2: Heat in the finals, then you've got about eight million people cheering for you instead of
4: two. Hundred percent. Okay, we'll move on. Tonight's contest. Vegas, they've got a couple overtime wins as well. They hit the road. They're heading to Dallas for game three. This is a 6 o'clock mountain start. There's the peak. Haskin in. And is that Chandler Stevenson 20 or is that somebody else?
0: That's Chandler Stevenson. He yeah, had a big goal. He's had a hell two. of a playoff OT that
4: time. T winner. What did they get him for? Like a fifth rounder? Fuck Not me. a lot. A couple nice picks work. out of Washington. Warsh. That's where the old GM worked. It seemed to work well. Uh, so that's the action tonight. We'll move along. Uh, the Oakland Athletics guys are fucking awful, like incredible. <laughs> Hard not to pack it in when everyone's is...
2: you're moving, you owners, everything. They've all quit on you. So, who, like, what's your motivation as a player?
4: The A's are ten and thirty-nine. So for every loss they or for every win they get, they have four losses.
2: Best part of their season Ooh. is the fact they've put in those fifteen second clocks and it's speeding. That's everything
4: true. Up. Yeah, there's not a lot of, we can lose. Just quicker, we can get to Vegas sooner. It would feel like more time away from this losing stadium with possums in the press <laughs> box. Yeah, so if good you like good uh, seats available, yes, you liked watching sections available. right?
0: the Boston Bruins historic season. Yeah, you can now this summer watch a
4: historic season. What a time to be alive. What a time. What a time indeed. Uh, Let's move Cavalry FC, Rhett. They (gasps) scored and had a lead for the sixth game this year. Could they get a win? That's them. 2-0. The foot soldiers losing their S. Big dunk for the fellows. 2-0. This is a lovely play. Ali Moosey heads this over. And Meyer Bevan hammers it home. Bink. Dink. Lovely. Undefeated through six, right? You got to love it. <laughs> they have one <laughs> win and five draws, which actually has in a decent spot in the table. Uh, more on them heading into this weekend, where they're at it again. Uh, we'll get to later in the week. Elsewhere, uh, other Calgary sports teams in action. The Calgary Rough next season comes to a close. Ah! Game three against Stupid McBride and the Mahmood. And that's uh, Captain Jesse King waving to the fans. Season over. That's a tough way to go out. They lose 9-7 in game three of the best of three on home turf.
2: The Bandits the chiropractor was all jacked up, pumped. I had a beer with him on Saturday night. He was ecstatic. We're going to watch the game. We're going to go to Calgary next weekend. What a clean, lovely, love, great city. You walk Steve
4: and I. Be kidding me. Oh, big fan. Lou. So I was think. going to Denver, which yeah. is still pretty nice. A lot yeah, more. It's pretty similar to Calgary, at least, I'm told.
0: Mm.
4: Mushrooms. Free mushrooms in Denver. Really? Oh, yeah, all that when are we going stuff. to Denver? Soon. Nice. Uh, Calgary Stampeders opened their preseason last night, and the Stamp social media team got a big W, as did the team. I like this tweet very much as they, well, reminded us that, uh, yes – Beating Edmonton on holiday Mondays never does get old. That, of course, a reference to the Labor Day Classic, which is awesome. Uh, They would win by a score that doesn't matter, but uh, 29-24 on a rainy, meh kind of day in Calgary. Don't talk about the crowds. Season opener, June 9, and on Thursday's show retro, Jay McNeil, the new vice president of business operations for the Stamps, going to join us. Tell us what's up with the Stamps this season.
0: Former player. That's
4: that. New gig. This is Rhett's, like Connie's coming in. Jay McNeil here.
0: It's all these athletes. You watch
4: your ass, Mike Board. <laughs>
0: That's
4: right. Look out. <laughs> uh, finally, last couple for you. Bruce wow. Boudreaux just felt like the common man, didn't he? Like a guy you could just relate to. Did you see this, right? You're smiling. You've seen this, is, haven't uh, you? Uh, you
2: know it's about? so good. Yeah, but, uh, Gunther's a tough. Guy. I know we hey, could hey, do whoa, better. Whoa, whoa, we whoa, whoa. Co- Kevin, Sam,
4: you guys did okay. But I mean, you get knocked out of the ring. You don't stay out for five minutes. You you, you, let them hurt. You, 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 no, you were, no, you weren't. And you can, you can do it. I mean, next week when you're in Saudi, man, you can't afford to do that. And Sammy,
5: like, I mean, we need you a little more active in the ring. You know, like I thought you were trying to
2: get the tag, but you weren't, weren't really. You know, well, stretching that hard. Jot some of this down. Uh,
6: <laughs>
5: active? In the well, you know what, Jordan? You've got to move a little bit more. you got to want it,
4: right? If you don't you gotta want, want it, I you got like really to yeah. really want it. Yeah. you got to really want it, Rhett. So, Gabby is giving out pointers WWE. What a fucking legend in a golf shirt with that huge boiler. Yeah. And then here's the action. Check out the shot right behind the announcer's table. Who's in row one? <laughs> This is so, so good. good. Like, is there another coach in the NHL we could even squint and pretend would do this? This the is The best part awesome. that
2: he's in there doing it. Bruce, there he is. Now, is I, uh, kudos
0: to the wrestling WW, whatever That's it right. is,
2: to yeah. get him out there.
0: Because it ha- it was partway through his run in Vancouver. Somebody asked him about wrestling. like, oh, I like oh, that yeah. Kevin Owens guy. So they knew they had this going in. Is that going to get us flagged?
4: Oh, WWE? I don't think so. For sure. Really? No, they're promoters. They get got it.
0: flagged for
4: so, McCarty going through a table. That was the different. Impact wrestling. Yeah. Well, whatever. I'm a on social. That will be something to watch, though, Jacko. And that's... Uh, I should have thought of that. I assume the WWE wants us talking about the WWE.
0: I think they like their content. It
4: was on their Twitter account. So that's where we got it. Uh, don't that's put it where on Twitter. i got
0: the talking it.
4: And finally, Rhett, you're a hypocrite. Yeah, you are. Don't put this bumper sticker on your car if you're going to behave the way you behave, okay? It says, quit texting and driving, and then look through the window. There's fucking Rhett texting while he drives. got your phone out.
2: Asshole. Now, voice to text. Voice to text. That's me.
4: Well, that's a thumb and nice nails, by the way. (laughs) So that's sparkly pink.
0: And
2: I hate dogs, so I would never have this. Yeah, maybe that's not you after all.
4: That's your
0: pin report. (laughs) Brought to you by Village Honda. Get your piece of the million dollar buying event. Still looking for those used vehicles. Looking to fill the lot. They got a million dollars to do it. Tropical Cruise as well to boot if yeah, you buy your vehicle. How about that? What more do you need? VillageHonda.com is the website. They're your dealership for life. Located in the Northwest Autumn Are we done? Because
2: I did sprints today and I can hardly sit. I'm to the shitter? Dying. I'm hammys? dying. My hammy's sprinting uh, like, to. ha ha ha! Got to get in shape, Dean. Yeah. For well, life. Biggie's going to coach.
0: I got to get in there. somewhere. true, yeah.
4: This is the one missing piece. If again, let's this guy's weaseling his way into something.
0: Why would it be weaseling? You're saying he's yeah. not richly deserving of a spot?
4: Well, he's not coaching anyone right now. I, I see. Has anyone it's followed easy. this team
0: more than I have the last 10, 12 years? I mean. No. Hmm? And hugely critical.
2: I would like you to go back over the last decade or so of my thoughts and ideas, and if they had used them. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. He was right on the trade geo, this this the, the 14th or 15th time you suggested it. The one where they were gonna lose them in the expansion draft, right? Yeah. That was for sure a trade geo moment. Days off, stay over, get better sleep,
2: have more fun, don't be losers, F four, lose yeah. less.
4: Step one, higher ret. Step two, Profit
2: again. I said Sutter will be coach again. La Conroy will be running the organization. He
4: did say mm-hmm. yeah, it's like I got a magic brawl in my head. Well, just tell us what your role is. Let's go, assistant coach. They got to start I'll paying take, now. I'll take, paying anything. Ideas. take anything, take anything. Right. Mascot, my
0: shoulders, ret for coach.
4: Oh, Put it on so Twitter, scared. get it trending. Can you yeah. coach
0: from Buffalo? Would you do the same Ooh. thing there if you took on a new job with, with somebody with the NBA? Like, hey, uh, let's start this new thing. I'm moving to Buffalo.
2: Video coaching. Maybe I'd be the Dude video from coach. Buffalo,
0: yeah. Loves video. Be remote for that, for sure. A uh, couple things. I got a little uh, best of the weekend that we'll run for you here in a moment. Uh, St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. I'll, I'll tell you what. Now, we've been telling you about St. Eugene. Since you weren't thinking about golf back in the, the wintry months when That's it was right. cold. You're like, yeah, I don't know. Dark out at 430. That's right. Gross. All of a sudden, you're thinking, yeah, they we, we should have planned. Well, the good news is it's not too late. Go online. CA is the website. And start planning. still a little bit of May left. June, July, August. Get your summer figured out and make sure that St. Eugene is part of your plans. Championship golf course, casino, spa, restaurants, mountains, hiking. Fresh air. Fresh air. It's Cranbrook, right? It's everything you need, everything you want in your life. 25 degrees on
4: Saturday coming up this weekend. Get going. Yeah. Let's go. Golf, resort, casino. Bing, 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 bing. Love it.
0: Out in Cranbrook. When's the last time you were in Cranbrook, Rhett?
2: Oh, when was the last time I was in Cranbrook? It was last uh New Year's. Big, big Not party. The Is that right? Twenty one to twenty two, the night of the yeah, 20 five. Yeah. Didn't you used to, to
4: summer down by there? You'd drag a trailer down there. One and year, go yeah, one yeah. year.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. Went and that watched
2: year, the uh trail smoke eaters play the Cranbrook. Bucks. Blah, blah, blah.
0: Oh, I love there. the blah, blah, blahs. The Bucks. Yeah. yeah. The Bucks stop here. Is it? Yeah. It is, actually. Yeah, went to the you game, got COVID. Know? It was great. Oh. I thought COVID wasn't a thing. Isn't that what you kept telling me?
2: It's not a thing. It's what do
4: you mean? It's over, isn't it? We won. When do we pop the champagne? This is amazing Any news. time. Fuck, let's get it. let's go.
0: We'll do the uh, best of the weekend. Brought to you by Green Drop. I must say, don't look at the backyard. I've been putting some work into the yard. I've put some saw. I've been doing a a lot of work. Doing a lot of work. It's starting to come. That nice little rain we had yesterday. Perfect. Green Drop, I'm just telling you it works. We keep telling you about it. GreenDrop.com is the website. The The green keepers come by. They apply the product, whatever. We don't need, need to know what it is. Oh, this is the, uh, what, what is it you're doing here? Oh, well, we've got some weed control with the micronutrients and the soil booster and the hooby be and the
4: blue nitrogen, potassium. That's
0: not in. important. What we're telling you is that it works and it's guaranteed 100% guaranteed. If you're not satisfied, they'll return. They'll assess. They'll make it right. It's safe for pets. It happens at minutes, literally in minutes, they come, they do it and they are gone. And your lush lawn is thankful for it. Just wins, Dean. you're just winning the lawn game com book today. It's beautiful. It's not too late. It's not too late. Get after it. Uh, but let's go. Let's take a look. Uh, a little bit of the, uh, it was a long weekend. A little extra in there as we take a look at the best of from the past weekend.
5: Find a way to put one in. And then, you know, I mean, defensively, we're giving up nothing, you know, really. In, in three games, we. You, you would have said to me, You got one of the highest, you know, the potent offenses you're playing, and you giving them 20 shots a night. I mean, you'd be pretty happy with this way things are going with for us this series. It's kind of, you know, we got to find a way to just break through and give ourselves a chance, maybe to get back in this. But you know, it's tough, like you said. Because we have, you know, played
6: really well.
4: I can't wait to get to the finals because I know they got some good golf courses out there in Denver. Hey, Peyton Manning, I'm calling and you. That ball flies. And, Sh- out there, and man. Sean. And Sean. Are you counting the Lakers out though, like that? Hell yeah. Guarantee them. Guarantee. Okay.
6: I'm going to the Mile High. Okay. Oh, Pey- Peyton and Sean, get the golf courses ready. Chuck coming. <laughs>
4: So Thompson's not even on the rubber, so how can you even start the clock at that point? And they have given a strike to Jesse Winker, but the pitcher Whoops. is not even in a position <laughs> to deliver a pitch. Jesse Still Winker, and now Kings, the home dude. plate umpire getting into it. Winker swings and fouls it, and he's automatically in an 0-2 count. Jeez.
0: And strike three call, fastball in the outer part of the plate. So and Winker what's that? Be long for this You're game. gone. <laughs>
3: Because we've all seen guys go through the legs now, right? It's become kind of an art. A lot of guys try it, a lot of guys do it. But to see him in a Stanley Cup playoff game, under the gun, pressure situation, down one nothing, to make that move, that's one of the greatest moves I've seen in Stanley Cup playoffs. Barkov, unable to come up with it. Got it now! Whoop. What a play! Oh. Beautiful
2: goal, Alexander Barkov! The opportunity to get it out, but it's Mahura under pressure, just slides that one through. Markov made it look like, how about this deception? Makes it look like he's going to go between the legs, stops, and that oh. just throws Ranta for a split second. Look at the end. Ranta's down now. He doesn't have the long enough. The Matrix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. Goodness. No!
4: Oh my gosh! It's like you, That's incredible! Makes it a high kick. Oh, it Santa center cut <laughs> right down the middle. Paul. Look where this... <laughs> <laughs>
6: Come on. No.
4: If you're a Celtic fan, especially... Beat down. Imagine
0: this it. analysis on a Just hockey night in Canada.
4: 128-102, the final, as Miami takes a 3-0 lead. And um, as physical as it got tonight was... Well, oh, Shaq, you looked like you were very punched in the a, head. Yeah. You know
6: what? There was about to be some furniture moving up here. And I already got a shot. The Godfather had my back. Shaq and
2: Chuck oh, You're right. Eric. than the Celtics. Come on, man. That was it. I, I'm embarrassed as a
3: Celtic fan right now. Man. Yeah, that was bad. That's bad, man. Beat down. Beat, Beat down, down at the beach. You're a Celtic fan? When did nah, you become I, I, that? I said, as as, if you're a Celtic Bang. fan, if you're a Celtic fan. I don't even think you mind losing, but that was humiliating. Uh, we welcome you to uh, inside the NBA presented by Kia though it feels a lot more like a forensic files uh, episode after watching that that was uh I got a question you what you got a question before we do the highlights or just one question wait we
6: gonna show the highlights of that thing
3: since the is quick can we quit <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Some> Sen- <laughs> you play it
0: him in front of the net.
6: Oh
4: the line has controller. shot, rebound goal, Vegas well, wins in overtime,
6: 17 playing alongside Jordan Spieth, Lee Hodges, his par putt, and oh, oh. oh my, that's above the hole, that should fall back in,
4: it's got 10, it better fall quick here, it's moving a little, isn't it, Jordan's telling him to wait. I think it is moving. This is wild. What... It's not quite the drama of Tiger Woods at 16.
6: There <laughs> uh, it goes. There it there goes. goes. There it Come goes. on.
2: <laughs> Seconds ago. This 16. Awesome.
4: The fairy tale story. Jug He doesn't even know Markov wins the draw There's Montour Bad advantage for the Panthers Burns and Bennett come together Bennett with the puck Bennett cross ice Oh what a pass
2: He does it again Man, it hurts. Matthew Kachuk A minute 51 seconds into overtime A quick exit Down the runway
4: <laughs> what were you saying to the guys on the ice right after that goal? Mm. busting 10.
0: <laughs> there you have it. The Florida Ten Panthers. That's a turn. They're up 3-0. Just boom. I, I mean, you had Brendamore off the top there. What's he going to say? They played well. We've kept this other team relatively in check. We've played well. Can't beat the goalie. You got to stop shooting it at the net. Stop shooting, Stop it, shooting at it at the net. Shoot it wide. Look for tips. Is that it? Bankman right anything now. I guess. Not I'm not working. even
2: joking. I'm not who who's beating Bobowski? Yeah. there's one way of beating him. Then it's going to be a deflection. I thought pass you were going to say crease, run him. Pass a through one, the too. crease. Shoot it
4: wide. Look for tips. It's the only way. Yeah. Feel good. Feel good Florida story. Go Panthers. Rhett's picks looking good. Did he have Vegas and Florida for round oh, three?
2: I'm gonna get the tattoo if they win. Right? Yeah? I'm still part. I'm part of the team. Kind of. I Still right? got that trophy, that
4: big cat. Yeah, yeah you
0: got the right? cat in the living room. Yeah,
2: you're getting a yeah. tattoo if they win. Yeah. Can we it's put like that I'm, on the record? It's like I won. I'm gonna probably get my name on the right. Like no, probably. Yeah. That's no.
4: You have to hold him to this. If he, if he's tying it to getting it's his five name wins on the cup, away, it's not I, gonna happen. If he's waiting for his name on the cup, he's not going to get this tattoo. We need to separate these two things. So you're saying if he
0: get, so what are you saying? If you get your name on the cup, you're getting a tattoo, or if they win, do it. You're Come
2: getting on. a tattoo. Part of the team. I mean,
4: you got huh? a jailhouse tat. Good, get a real one.
2: Change it to the.
4: Just have the cat and the dog. Cat and
0: dog. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're fighting. <laughs> Let's see it. Let's see the dog.
2: Give us a shot. No, yeah. we're not. We'll take, a peek. Let's see it. Take my shirt off. Take your
0: Come shirt on. off. It's Come crop on. tarps Perfectly. off. It's summertime. You guys,
2: hey, if we're all doing it, I'm in. No. <laughs> uh,
0: Shirt's off for kipper's off, right? Come on. You know what I saw on the weekend? Uh, People are still getting married, like getting engaged. Yeah, it's the thing. It's a, it was a big... Yeah. I was at a wedding
4: like three weeks ago, remember? Yeah, yeah. People are still doing this.
0: There was uh, sporting events. There was all kinds of... These. People are getting these uh, engagement things. Still doing
4: this The stuff. Yankee Stadium? That guy got bowled over by the security? Just absolutely steamrolled? Yeah,
0: there was one in... I think it was in Philadelphia or somewhere. They did it in the, like the, the pub in the outfield. Oh. I mean, it's romantic for sure, but... Spring is engagement season. Justin said it. Justin from Vina Nova. And... If you're gonna, then then by all means, Vina Nova, Calgary's lab-grown diamond specialist. There you see it—the only store in code Calgary code. that specializes exclusively in lab-grown diamonds. Savings up to eighty percent off. the 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 jewel, the gem itself, is uh, is perfect. Essentially, is what you're dealing with here. Uh, don't use that promo code though. Because that's not we're not we're not giving a deal right now. That was the old Christmas board. Yeah, that's that was a Christmas time. So pretend you're not seeing that. No, just, and If you're just listening, then never mind what just we're ignore saying ignore what he said. Uh, if you want to do something, you're know, you early so you're going to get married. And then maybe you want to go to the next level of getting something. You want to design it. And mm-hmm. Kind of, oh, here's how I want it to look and this sort of thing. If that's your thing, you they can do that. Do that, that custom, baby. Give them, yeah, some custom pieces. It's going to take a little extra time, but they can do whatever it is. And beyond that, just go and see if it, you're just thinking about it. We told you about Mother's Day or if you got a an anniversary or whatever. This is the way to go. Venanova.com, downtown showroom, 2nd Avenue, Stephen Avenue Place. Lab Grown Diamonds, the only way to do business. It's Nova. Oh, that's right. Happy wives, happy people. Happy people. Nothing's um, even, nothing's more happy than fiance.
4: That's peak excitement. Oh, how happy's Connie today. I hope there's great satisfaction and joy and um I think we saw a statement from Brad Living through a member of the media, I think it might have been Salim at TSN. He said he's he's proud of Craig and excited for him and his family, and a lot of patience and hard work over the last decade, plus Put in the time. Put in the work. Yeah, and to Rhett's point, like it's, the, the coronation doesn't last long. Now you've got a crucial coach hire and a, a huge offseason with seven <laughs> pending UFAs next year.
0: Yeah, at least there's not much to deal with. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> And, and pretty... if you start the season with one or two wins in your first 10, 12 games, yeah, fuck this guy.
4: I don't know great, yeah. great
0: guy. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, media just the media got this guy hired. his first coach. He's got his noise. his first
4: coach. He's still got another couple coaches left. That's true. dave knows, eh? He knows that the job. Sure I, I don't know that I love necessarily his view of what wins. It seems a little more old-fashioned, but you need wow. people to help Craig do the job. and I think it's Craig's vision that Dave will help with. It'll what? also be the, the other thing. Who the hell knows
2: what Dave Nonis' vision is anymore. I'm sure his opinion could have changed on things.
4: Fair, yeah. In his last two stops, I, I, I wouldn't have said, like, wow, this is, like, an incredibly savvy GM, but well, didn't he he's also had finals? time to react and watch the league change, too. Huh? Didn't he
2: take Vancouver? To, who was GM when they went to the finals? That league? was Mike Gillis. Oh, damn.
4: Yeah, and in yeah. Toronto. I forget which draft I was
0: at. And he and Berkey might have been Montreal. He and Berkey were running the leafs. Mm. And we were there early. Obviously, it was the day day one of the draft and we were doing the show. And there was no one on the floor. Like none of the teams were there yet. The first two people to show up from any NHL team, Berkey and Nonis with Toronto. And true to form, they're they're similar in stature, right? Like mm-hmm. they're similar. And they've got the, sh- the ties on, but undone. Both of them? Both of them. They're carrying their suit coats. And they have got bags of Harvey's burgers and fries.
4: Yes. And they just started hammering. They just looked like a tag team. Oh, man. Like it was like... Earthquake and tsunami or whatever. Look at WD. these guys.
0: Yes. Just look. That Let's doesn't get go. any better. They're in their happy place, crushing some bergs, getting ready for the draft. Let's go. Yeah. But for Jonas, yeah, I think there's. It's probably just little things that you don't even just relationships with general managers. What's
4: the protocol? How do you? Just yeah. little how do things. we approach this arb case? What's the LTIR implications of Shillington last year? Can we find a way to get another year before you? Like it's all just. I remember having Jay done Feaster it for was, a long time. Yeah, like
0: Feaster was talking about when he first came in from. Things that happen at general managers' meetings. Mm. Here's here's where you sit. Here's what happens. Here's what you don't. Just, just little things that when you're going in for the first time that you don't even think of. I, I wonder if it's as much, like you say, it's about the execution as much as it is his hockey opinion, which is not to say he's an assistant general manager. He's going to have some say. Yeah. But there's just probably a lot of navigating that he can help.
4: Well, and to our point earlier... Like as you're, if you're the AGM, you don't have last say on hockey, you know, philosophy, the GM does, if he can help execute Connie's plan and all the other people, including Dave have a say in the room. I think you've got a theoretically really collaborative environment with people from lots of different backgrounds, Chris Snow and analytics. You've got, you know, Bob Murray, more of the old school. Connie's always been a really big proponent of talent Seen what it takes to, you know, the, the deep runs.
0: What does it mean for us, though?
4: <sighs> well, hopefully, we can get him in studio. Let's go, Connie. Uh, it's
0: not, I mean, of course, yeah, but I mean, we've had him in studio before. I just.
2: No, it'll be worse to have him in studio now. Don't say anything? We'll test that, put that like to the, the test. Typical GM. Uh, gonna, <laughs> don't yeah. ask.
0: We're going to do 100%. <laughs> We were always retired. sheepish after he got off the air with us. Well, there's us. not much we can say about that. I'm going to leave, you know, it's, uh, we keep that uh, under wraps. But uh, suffice to say, there's been a good dialogue, and uh, we remain hopeful that... We're going to uh, talk
4: <laughs> about negotiations in the season, and uh, his representation, and us. will get together, and we'll let you know when something's done. Boo. <laughs> we'll see. Don't ruin Connie. I never
0: thought about that. I was happy for him. Just like, are we going to lose that now? Is Conroy broken?
4: Well, it's, I kind of see both sides of that. He's super engaging and fun to chat with. But also, it's like, don't be coming out at the draft and saying, we think we've got two of the best 10 guys when it's Jankowski and Sealoff. That's only going to hurt you. Less is more sometimes as the GM.
0: You know what it does, though? And it's not. I mean, it's, maybe, maybe there's hope for Matthew Phillips yet. I'd, I'd really thought, kinda the, the coaching yeah. hires a piece of that too. I'd really kind of thought that, that had that ship had sailed. Dude. But Mitch Love. Conroy ding dong on the old Philly front door. Hey, could, hey guys, can I come? I brought some uh do you guys like Tim Bitts? Come in and sit down and have a little chit chat and maybe Hey, who's that with Craig? Oh, it's Mitch Love. Mitch, how are you? Come on in. Hey man, ho 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 hey hey. He's he'd be good at mending fences, hey. Great guy. Oh, shocks, Daryl. Don't worry about Daryl. He won't knock any fences down. That would no. be nice. One. <sighs> but we have to keep doing this show. Is that so? There's nothing.
4: We're not you know, moving we in-house? to
0: hire a coach? What do you mean you got to keep
4: doing the show? We don't know how the coach is No, yet. I mean
0: for us. Like, is there a job? Like, I want to stop doing this stupid thing oh, and get it
4: like. <laughs> dust off your resume. Fuck. AI. You saw Quick Ret's cover letter took. that what was that? Like nine seconds, Jack?
0: Don't know what I'm qualified for. Something. Gotta be something, right, Rhett?
4: Some sort of popcorn quality control. There's always Rhett? some
2: BS thing right. you can do. Yeah,
4: Chief Salsa know what Dumper. You'd be, you know what?
2: You'd be great at Dean.
0: You would be great at sweet sales, or the sweet manager. Sweets. Now, do you mean S U I T E or S W E E T? Both. Both. I can
4: see Both. him peddling Werthers. Yeah.
0: I
2: recommend the uh, the. Swedish fish. I'm in For charge of sweets. a Tuesday night game.
4: <laughs> at the Dome. Oh, now, really? Yeah. Now, these smaller sour soothers, I think, are much better than the big ones. I Don't believe get stuck that your
0: the blue cotton candy is far superior to the pink cotton
4: candy. There will be no more <laughs> pink cotton candy in the Dome if I have my way. That's our uh, head of sweets, uh, Dean Moltz, right.
0: <laughs> Let's do Betway and get the fuck out of here. All right uh betway bets of the day betway bet the responsible way get that betway app on your phone play along one nhl game tonight there's only two series remaining and one's almost done it's 3-0 this one could go 3-0 tonight round three don't disappoint us don't leave Although, us hanging you
4: know what we bitched and mowing about no close games in round two blowouts uh-uh these we've got four out of five gone to overtime the other was a one goal game so you can't have it both ways and if we do have two Don't short series, I can we're quicker I to the Stanley Cup final. Let's go.
2: That's what I'm saying now. I yeah. say four and four. Get this let's semi-final BS over with. Let's get to the main event.
4: Let's hand out this trophy.
0: But Then it'll be, well, we've got some UFCs and some things in Vegas, and we can't get the building availability, so we're going to have to sit and wait for nine days to start this. Wow, well, that's the other thing that sucks. If a team does, one of the teams gets through in four,
2: Florida and this other one goes six, they're going to be sitting around for two weeks,
0: and then they'll be horse shit. They're
2: going to All be like momentum, uh, the Oilers gone.
4: in Laguna. It killed them.
0: That's right. What's up, Leon? And for Florida, that's just sitting at home. It's not like they're even gallivanting, being They'd soft. be better off leaving. Yeah. Go to Buffalo. That's
2: you right. can Go do some sprints Buffalo. with them.
0: Go, Go to, to Winnipeg. Yeah. Get them on your regimen there. cats Vegas at Dallas, game three. Robo. Mr. He Robertson not? had been ice cold. He'd had some helpers, but wasn't scoring. I believe it's goals in back-to-back games for Mr. Robertson. Going to go anytime. Goal. Robertson. Plus 140. Uh-huh. And you mentioned uh-huh. Chandler Stevenson uh, earlier in this program. <laughs> Money. Uh, he is a hell of a hockey player. Mm-hmm. It's When he came into to Vegas, I think it was, oh, you know, whatever, it's a mm-hmm. kind of depth move. And then Wasn't about Washington a year
4: ago. A cup? Yes, they won a cup against Vegas, and uh, That's right. Vegas is an
0: inaugural year. I was like, Jesus, Chandler Stevens is pretty good. Do you know who's leading Vegas in scoring? It's Chandler Stevenson. He has been a tremendous goal tonight. He's been good for them. He had the overtime winner. Give me an assist. Sure. Chandler. Chandler. Plus 140 there as well. Those are my bet way bets.
4: Don't like the name Chandler, but I do like the hockey player. What Stevenson. are you talking? That's because it's classy. It's that stupid friend show again. It's too
2: highbrow for you. Uh,
4: here are my bets of the day. I'm going a little more big game hunting. Jonathan Marshall's been absolute money. Ask an Euler fan. Hey oh, plus 320 for two points. That number seems too big. I'm gonna have to pounce all over that. Pounce. And Wyatt Johnston, the former OHL scoring leader. Single point plus money. <laughs> yeah. By way bets. Wyatt. Wyatt. There's a good name.
0: Hey, Wyatt. What was that show with uh, Jason Bateman? Were they at the lake?
4: uh, Oh, uh, the Ozarks. Ozark. Wyatt. 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 What was her name? I forget. She's an actress. Good show, though. Great show. Great show. Twists and turns, Rhett. You never see them coming. Do you watch Ozark, Rhett? I can't watch a show. Nope.
6: No,
2: my wife laughed at me the other day. I'm sitting on the couch. Okay, I'm gonna watch a show. Mm -hmm. And I started about seven of them, and it's
4: that follow through. It's a good idea to watch a show. You just so what happens? You fall
0: asleep or you get disinterested. No, I didn't even
2: fall asleep. I was like, this is boring. Next, try something different. (laughs) No, this is the shits. Next, Ted
4: Lasso. You watching that?
0: I did turn
2: on Ted, and even Ted didn't get my interest early. Maybe I was just in a bad mood. Love Ted
4: possible ted takes time it's at first glance it seems a little cheesy but the more you get in the more heart and soul there is and the writing's phenomenal yeah i like it
2: amsterdam episode Holy shit! okay we gotta go because i'm dying see you buddy what are you dying from are killing what are you like what What are you sprinting for i I was running at 10 miles per hour that's a sprint for me man why you're on the tread yeah why why are you on the treadmill conditioning brother what you, you in condition about? without sprints? No. It's summertime. If I'm strutting around the lake in my thong bikini, I gotta look sharp. I don't want to be sagging. Where are you getting this panther's tattoo? Drooping and sagging. Yeah. Under one of my rolls,
4: so nobody can see you it. Go butt cheek. What are you thinking?
2: One of the people on this text said, "Shave your head and get it on top of your head. Then it'll just grow over top."
4: It'll take a while. It'll be awkward for a bit, but yeah, yeah. I don't mind that. Skull yeah. tat. All right, buddies. It's hardcore. Bit of a tomorrow? clunky one today. Tough start,
0: great finish. And that's start what this has finish. been. It's I'm done stretch.
2: with that saying too. I think I'm putting an end to this. What tough start? No, the, the thing I usually are end you? With.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
4: man, that's your thing. Well, when hockey season starts next year, we can do it again. But until then, yeah. we're good. It's we're it's done. over. Go cats, Rhett. That's but you ran it, it all the way through. Correct. They were winning playoff
0: games, and you you continued it. Was proven to try out correct. there. Now they're out and. It's that vacation in Laguna. Go Cats. See you, buddies.